0: Welcome to the Fantasy Inferno, a redraft fantasy football show on the Roto Heat Network. This show airs live on Wednesday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for catching up here. Now here are your hosts, Cody Woodman and myself, Shane Barrett. Enjoy.
1: What's going on? Welcome back to your Wednesday live stream. We got the Fantasy Inferno Wednesday, obviously redraft is what we're talking. Weekly show. If you've been here before, you know what the score is. Joining me again, my co-host Shane. Shane, how you doing? Shane Barrett. And I am good. Cody, we were talking sales as a uh, kicking our butt.
0: So it is nice to hop off of work and uh, come chat some football with you guys. How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm good. All the sales peeps out there know what we're talking about. Absolutely. The road warriors, it's, it's a life. It's a vibe, some would say. So yeah, it is what it is. It, it it pays the bills. Joined with us this week, we have Al Callow. I hope I'm saying your last name correctly. At Callow underscore FF. So if you want to go ahead tell the people who you are and what you're all about. What's all, boys. Appreciate you having me. I'm excited to talk some ball. You can check me out. I'm
2: at rotoballer.com now. I'm doing... A lot with the Raiders covering the team for the site this season. A lot of outlooks and a lot of recaps. Then just hitting some quick hit articles. And you can catch me right at this at on Twitter. And
1: that's where I do most of my complaining about my team, celebrating my teams and complaining about coaching. Let's get some questions. I know we got a few in the chat. Hopefully everybody's still here. Thanks for sticking around and putting your questions in. Let's do our best to get you some quality answers here. Do I trade... James Conner, Cooper Cup, Godwin, Hawkinson for Almirad, Debo, Derrick Henry, and Kittle. So, trades like this, I don't particularly to make. There's a lot of lateral movement in things like in trades like this. That kind of it doesn't make it worth doing. Also, what I'd like to do is just break down the trade. You got, let's call it, James Conner for Derrick Henry, Hawkinson for Kittle, Cup for Debo and almond raw for godwin gun to my head i like the almond raw debo henry Kittle side to be honest but i'm not really loving trading cooper cup again you're what's the overall points look like as well you got to think about stuff like that i don't know what are you guys thinking
2: It's It's a tough one. one it's a tough one it's a large package to really like kind of break down on the fly but like you said My main goal in trades is not to trade the best player and you're for sure trading the best player and you don't really know what you're getting in George Kittle. And I am also down on Derrick Henry. So I'm with you guys. I prefer in a vacuum, the right side package. But I'm not really going out of my way to trade Cooper Cup, like you said. So as far as a package, just knowing the package and not roster or anything, I do prefer the right side as a but I don't want to trade Cooper Cup. So I'm basically just saying exactly what Cody said. But <laughs> yeah.
0: I will add in a little spice and flavor here. I easily take the right side, I think. For me, this is an upgrade from Connor to Derrick Henry. It's a slight downgrade, but definitely a downgrade from Cup to Debo. I see it for this year as an upgrade from Godwin to Amonra because Godwin's hurt. 100%. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Even if he wasn't.
0: Yeah. And then Hawkinson is just, I don't know what the hell's going on with Hawkinson. It hurts me a lot with the teams that I have him on. But Hawkinson to Kittle, from a talent perspective, is an upgrade. Kittle's just got to get on the field. And I think that's coming this week or next at the latest.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like the right side is the trade for me. Yeah, you can make that trade and you really believe in it, then go nuts. But again, the best player is Cooper Cup. And for me, it's not particularly close. Debo is very good, very valuable, everything like that. But Cooper Cup's on a higher clip than he was right now than he was last year. He set all kinds of records as a wide receiver, right? And he's getting targeted more. He's getting more catches, more yards. That's Believe it or not, that is what's happening right now with Cooper Cup. But yes, I agree with everything you guys. Those are upgrades everywhere except for Cooper Cup to Debo. Uh, yeah. So in a vacuum, take the trade if you want to. I would try to decrease the package. Make yeah, loop, and you, you, yeah, I don't ever want a lateral move. I, I, I don't ever want say, a lateral yeah. trade. I'd rather lose a trade, either win or lose. I've, I make trades all the time where I purposefully lose. I know I'm losing the trade. I don't care. I want the best player. I'm getting the best player in the trade. I don't mind losing, so maybe this guy who's got Amonrod, Debo, Kittle, he's got some other quality value or depth on his team, and he just wants to lose the trade to get Cooper Cup. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So that's kind of my two cents on that one. I have a hard time with lateral trades on my team. I'd rather lose it outright or know that I'm winning. IDP question. I do play IDP. I don't know if you guys do, Kenneth Murray. I am. No, I, I, I don't know. I'm Murray. I'm staying away from Kenneth Murray. I loved Kenneth Murray in the draft. I thought he was going to be the next kind of stud linebacker, but he's just not going to get there. He's too injury prone. He's not even on the field with. Uh, they're playing Drew Tranquil over him right now. I'm I'm dropping Kenneth Murray. I don't know if you guys play IDP. Um, I do not. I do, but again,
0: I'm just going to default to you here because I don't know enough about Murray's situation.
1: Brad, our resident IDP guy, if you're in a dynasty, no, Murray's still got potential, but season law, yeah, long, yeah. So yeah, if season law, like it's this redraft, I'm dropping him for sure. Honestly, even in dynasty, I'm getting rid of Kenneth Murray. He's just... Uh, it's just not going to get there is what I'm seeing with him. Jayland, land. What's up guys. Keep Julio Jones or pick up Kenny Walker so I'm taking Kenny Walker as well. Yep. So I feel gross though. Right. I okay. hear it. It is way closer than you'd think for some odd reason, but I mean, you, know, I, I, just I you're going to ascend your roster as the season yeah. goes on in this case.
2: And I see the opposite occurring for Julio.
1: I'm yeah. pretty hard firm that Kenny Walker could be a league winner this year. I like that a lot. And Jul- Julio Jones. <laughs> I'm concerned. I'm concerned with him being on the field. To be honest with you, yeah, obviously yeah. we saw him have a good week one, but didn't play in week two. He gets banged up pretty easily. He took some hard falls, and realistically, what That's hurt him insane. was the ground. That's <laughs> what I was just saying. You know, like, it, it wasn't a, a big player to not get hurt from a fall. Yeah, shouldn't even give him that benefit of it. That's what he's getting hurt by is because he slams his body into the ground and he's not 26 years old anymore. So it's kind of concerning with Julio Jones. I'm just too concerned that he's not going to be on the field, especially when you need him, right? And uh, Kenny Walker should, like you said, be ascending. Cash Jones, Herbert, Pitts, and Broncos D for Burrow, Mixon, and DK. Do I accept? The Broncos D, I don't really care about uh, yeah. different special teams, if I'm being honest. Yeah, if that's a throw-in, great. So I'm realistically Herbert and Pitts for Burrow, Mixon, and DK for me. I'm taking, I'm Bengals fan too, but so I'll put that disclaimer in there. But even if I wasn't, I'm taking Burrow, Mixon, and DK. I just don't I... particularly trust Pitts. No, I'm with you there, because I see this as Herbert and Pitts for Burrow, Mixon, and
0: DK, kind of like you said. For me, Herbert and Burrow is a push. Mixon is doing better than Pitts right now, so I'll take that. And then DK over the Broncos D by a freaking mile,
1: maybe two. So, yeah, Yeah. give me the right side. Slight downgrade for me, slight, from Herbert to Burrow. Or Burrow, sorry, but then Mixon and DK, those two equal more than Pitts, for me, yeah, even Pitts last year they equal more than yeah. Pitts, right? Yeah, so, so I'm taking this trade. Yeah, the kicker for me is Mixon. Like you said, I like
2: Herbert better than better than Burrow, but I do too. To me, be clear, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not by a lot. To long, me, you're I mean, just close, right? Right. But to me, you're just getting Mixon, and uh, at this point, I mean, he's getting the volume, and he's a player I want on my roster. So without giving up a running back, and that's the other thing too, you're not giving up a running back, and you're getting a first round caliber running back in return. So.
1: I like it. Yeah. I'd rather stream a defense against a weak offense week in, week out, pick up, drop, rent to the City Chiefs this week. Sure. Whatever. You can find a team that's going to be able to get sacks and get you points. So defense, special teams means almost nothing to me personally. Javante Williams, Jose Martinez. We got Javante Williams, T. Higgins for Mixon and Deontay Johnson. Ooh. <sighs> this is close to but I'm going left side. Yeah, it's not close for me. I'm taking mixon Deontay Johnson, actually. Really? Nice. Yeah, I am. I'm getting the number one target in Deontay Johnson. He's double-digit targets, I think, both weeks so far. He's 160 targets last year, so that's 10 per game, roughly. Mixon does play every down. That's the big difference for me. He's played 88% of snaps this year so far. Yeah. And, and, and 73 last year, I think. And Melvin Gordon is still getting a quite a bit of run, right? Yeah. With the Broncos. I, I love Javante Williams. I think everyone that watches this channel at any sort of amount of time would know that I'm a massive Joante Williams fan and believer, but with Melvin Gordon there, give me the higher And To be honest, the offense is better in Cincinnati. So. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I think that just
2: goes to the point that I like the left side better. I think T Higgins, regardless of pecking order, that offense is just. There's a higher ceiling for him. And to be honest, for me, there's a higher floor as well. I, I can't really trust this Steelers offense to do just about anything right now. As talented as I do Deontay from that standpoint, I think Mixon and Javante are close enough that for
1: me personally, I definitely prefer Higgins over Deontay. I think with the Steelers offense, we're going to see them start to cut it loose a little bit because they're going to have to. And they have the assets, yeah. they have the players, and Mitch Trubisky can make those throws. He can if you give him the opportunity. He has the downfield threats. And Deontay Johnson is, to be honest, I think he's one of the, he's a top ten for sure wide receiver in the NFL. If given the opportunity, the targets, if he played on any other offense, you put Deontay Johnson with Justin Herbert, he's a top, he's a top three wide receiver. No question. You put him with Patrick Mahomes. He's a top three wide receiver. No question. So I think the talent is there with Deontay Johnson is, and you're not wrong. Like, for sure, I'm worried about the offense of the play calling, especially is the biggest kicker is the Matt Canada's calling some odd games for the Steelers. But they're going to have to air it out at some point. They're going to have to start throwing the ball. And I don't know what it's going to take to make that happen, but I just believe in the talent in Deontay Johnson over T Higgins. And I love T Higgins. I'm a Bengals fan, but that's just how I see it personally. So I'm going with the mix and Deontay side. We're split. Actually, you guys are. It's close for me. Rule me out and go on the left side. Yeah, fair enough. So hopefully, I don't know. Take whoever made the better argument, Jose Martinez. Whoever had more (laughs) conviction. I don't know. Um, Good question. Now, yeah, that's a close one. A lot of close questions tonight. Some of them last week they were all easy peasy, but tonight they're uh, they're super super close. Michael Richmond. Hey guys, I'm healthy with RBs and need a wide receiver. Should I trade Fournette for Pittman? I do. Yeah, full PPR.
2: I love Fournette too, but. I like it. If you need that position, that's a perfect.
1: You're not shooting too high and you're getting good value at this point for sure. Yeah. Pittman will be back this week. He, we obviously saw what he can be. And this offense clearly revolves around Michael Pittman yeah. <laughs> for good reason. He's a fantastic wide receiver and he's going to, he's going to be one of those guys. I make this trade for sure. Full PPR, especially. He's getting targeted double digits every single week, 100%. Yep. Yeah. And we obviously saw why <laughs> this yeah. past week. We saw why he's going to get that volume. Zero Destroyer. Hey, what's up, guys? Can you all pick one Zeke, Kirk, or Curtis Samuel for this week? Let's pull up the schedule. you guys have the schedule? For your
0: Giants, Chargers, and Jaguars. And I think the commanders play the Eagles.
1: They play the Eagles, yep. So this I'll was, take Kirk. these are all super close, man. It's like you say that, Cody. People are going to throw a Curtis Samuel in this, and you should not. You should absolutely not be throwing out Curtis Samuel in this question. This is, It's against the Eagles. Look at the amount of points the Eagles put up in the past two weeks. Look at what the Washington defense has looked like in the past few weeks. This game is a potential shootout written all over it. And Curtis Samuel is getting targeted. He's getting carries. He's, get a, he's gotten a touchdown in both games. I'm not throwing Curtis Samuel out of this conversation, personally. And I love Christian Kirk. You know how much That's I love. Why I'm Kirk, surprised, right? <laughs> but it's not a phenomenal matchup against the Chargers. The Chargers have great secondary. Yeah. They got good pass rushers. So, for me, I'm probably going Zeke here because it's Ezekiel Elliott, and I love Ezekiel Elliott, and I hate the Giants' defense. It's in Dallas, I believe. Too correct. That'll... Oh, it's in it's in New York. Sorry, I'm probably going in order. I'm going. Zeke, Christian Kirk, Curtis Samuel personally, but I'm not throwing out. I just wanted to pound the table closer with Curtis Samuel. So what do you think, Al or Shane? Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I'm shocked at you not picking Christian Kirk here. So to be a good co-host and support you and your journey, I'm going to go Christian Kirk here.
1: I kind of want to put
0: Curtis Samuel ahead of Christian Kirk here. Wow. Because of the matchup. Yeah, I just... I'm going to go volume is king here. And I think Kirk will end up being the guy that gets a ton of volume. I know we talked about Travis Etienne just a minute ago. I think it'll be those
1: two guys getting volume in the passing game. And give me, I'm going Kirk on that one. I hear you. And that's why I am keeping him ahead of Samuel. But yeah. I want I did want to hammer the table for Curtis Samuel. What do you think? I'm going Kirk for sure. There's no way I'm benching him after his
2: usage and his production the first two weeks. I understand the matchup for sure, but I'm just, I
1: can't get myself to bench him
2: for one of these guys at this point in my lineup.
1: Yeah, I think this, hopefully, I do think that there's a good potential that this is the week that Zeke kind of goes off for a hundred yards and a touchdown, throwing yeah. five catches as well. Something like that. I really like Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's habitually criminally underrated. And I say it time and time again, he keeps himself on the field as one of the best pass-blocking backs in the NFL. So he always keeps himself on the field, no matter what. He's head and shoulders, the better pass-blocker over uh, Tony Pollard. It's close for Kirk for me, because everybody knows how much I love Christian Kirk. But I think I might. I mean, at the same time, too, Zeke plays on Monday night. So that, that plays a role in this as well. You might want to just take your points with Christian Kirk and kind of know what you're going to get. Maybe it depends on if you have a guy playing on Thursday, too. I don't know
2: I I, Christian Kirk to get a lot of run out of a slot because that's where he normally lines up. Yeah, And like you were saying with Curtis Samuel, I know for sure that the Jags are going to be chasing points in this game. So they're going to move him around like they have been. And he's got big playability. He's going to get targets. And I'm just definitely not benching him until he throws up a stinker is where I'm at with him. And yeah. I... You definitely should be talking about these other guys. And honestly, this is a great problem to have. You have some solid yeah. depth if you're only choosing between one of these guys. But at this
1: point, I'm not benching him just based on
2: his production
1: as of late. Yeah, we can all agree with Christian Kirk, but I do want to pound the table for Zeke and Curtis Samuel, especially because of the match up there. If this is a this week question, Bob Norris asks a Gare Wilson or Christian Kirk, if we're talking season long. It's still Christian Kirk for me. I love uh, Garrett Wilson, but if it's season long, I'm abs- absolutely taking Christian Kirk. If it's this week...
0: I'm still going Christian Kirk.
1: I'm still going Christian Kirk as well, but man, Garrett Wilson, good. Jets play... My, my Bengals.
0: Play That's right. So, you know. so correct me if I'm wrong here, Cody, but I feel like that your secondary has actually been one of your y'all's better units as a whole. The defense uh, is good. Yeah. The defense is good. It's a bend, no. don't break defense. So. so for me, that's why I'm going Kirk over Wilson. I actually talked about this on my other show. Wilson is actually my sit of the week and Kirk was my start of the week because so that's my answer. It's Kirk here for season for this week. Season long, I would eat, I would make a case for Garrett Wilson. I love, love Garrett Wilson. Love that he went off for 30 points in PPR for week two. I'm just I'm sitting him this week. But yeah, uh, Christian Kirk for me. What do you think, Al?
2: I'm totally in on both players for season long for sure, but yeah, it's Christian Kirk. Like I said, I'm just not benching him, and just don't. I don't want to keep repeating myself, but I'm totally with you, Cody. I love Christian Kirk. I'm turning into a huge Christian Kirk stand, and I just think Doug Peterson will know how to use. He knows how to use his guys. It's
1: amazing! Uh, get, what get, happens? Get on the bus, man. Get on. Yeah. The bus. I'm driving it. I've been driving it since '98. It happens so.
0: when. An NFL team is run by an adult and not the best kicking coach in the league. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going Christian Kirk for sure, but also another great problem to have. Yeah, this, Garrett Wilson actually really hurt my feelings last week in kind of good, bad way. I was, I had him a lot in FS on DraftKings. I play the mini max every week, 50 cents, 150 lineups. He was 0.24% owned. I, pretty positive i was all of that 0.24 percent 30 points was massive and i still didn't make any money so that really hurt oh, me. Well, hey. yeah i mean i got a couple bucks back but it wasn't like i didn't like bank it or anything right that's when you hit big is when you get that 30 point guy that's less than one percent owned right And i did it but didn't have to didn't have to basically is what it boiled down to yeah, yeah, we do all play. I'm sure we all play Dynasty. This is yeah. just kind of our redraft show. So we always talk. Redraft James Martin. Thanks for the question. We just talked redraft on this show. We can throw in some Dynasty nuggets if you want to ask Dynasty questions. I think we're more than Absolutely. happy to answer. But yeah, we definitely, everybody plays Dynasty, I think. Garrett Wilson over Christian Kirk and Dynasty. Yeah, you get to play armchair GM in Dynasty. So oh, that's it's so much it's fun. super fun. Trey S says, Evening gents, full PPR, flex, cream hunt, A Rob, Deontay, or Devontae Smith. Thanks. Who you got, Shane? I'll rank them for you. I'm going Hunt, Etn,
2: Smith, A Rob. Who do the Rams have again? That's what I was, at. Arizona. I'm taking A Rob. I will rank them as well, which I wasn't prepared to do until Shane did it. I will do, I'm going to actually go A-Rob.
1: I'm going to go A-Rob, Hunt, Smith. I'm going A-Rob, Devontae, Smith probably ETN than Hunt this week. I don't particularly love the Thursday night matchup against Pittsburgh in Cleveland. I think what we saw from Chubb last week, we're going to continue to see this week. I'm taking almost any wide receiver against the Arizona Cardinals secondary. That's- the Arizona secondary is god-awful. It is probably the worst in the league. And as much as I don't love Allen Robinson, as most people would know, they have made a concerted effort to get him involved in this offense. It's much like we saw with Odell Beckham Jr. last year where they forced balls to him. That's what they're doing with Allen Robinson right now. They force-fed him in that week two. It wasn't a crazy amount of targets, but he did have that touchdown catch. And I think he had another touchdown called back. So craziest thing I've ever seen.
2: Did you yeah. to that second one? No, I remember it called back. Yeah. Because uh, one of the judges upstairs thought someone was injured. So he stopped yeah. the play. That's the yeah. 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 Um, they like designed him a touchdown out of the backfield. It was a great play call. And I was happy because I have Allen Robinson on a team that I'm now going to. And so yeah. I was excited. And then all of a sudden the play just did count. Like it was like a do, it was like they
1: hit rewind on the, it was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. They're definitely making an effort to get him involved. Like they're going to yeah. force the ball to him. So, uh, I, and again, if that's the case and they're playing the Cardinals, I'm taking, I'm taking Aaron Allen Robinson this week. And then Devontae Smith got targeted, what, seven times. He was seven catches on yeah, seven he, targets. He had a good bounce back. So he looked pretty good. So I, I'll put him up there against the weak Washington secondary as well. So in that matchup where it's just a divisional game, they're going to want to pump the football team's eyes shut in that game. So I think that's, what's going to happen. And I think Devonte Smith could get in the end zone this week, so that's what I'm thinking there. Richie two four, hello fellas. Would you trade Najee or Kamara or keep both? My wide receivers are Mike Williams and Waddle, along with Pitts at tight end. Thanks. I'd trade Pitts, man. Like we talked about earlier in yep. this episode. I'm not. I'm. That was probably your first and second round picks right there. I would say at least right had to have been. Probably, Najee and that's Kamara. probably your
0: first five picks right there.
1: Yeah, most yeah, for sure it is. For sure it is. But you're probably trading your first and or second round picks, right? Yeah. So is that something that you really want to do? This is probably an 0-2 team. Don't panic. Right? Exactly. Don't panic. Hopefully you watch this (laughs) whole show. Exactly. (laughs) If you didn't watch this entire episode, Richie24, go watch the start of it and kind of pick off what we were talking about. This is probably an 0-2 team. And I'm trading Kyle Pitts is what I'm doing. Obviously, again, you can watch that episode. We had a huge rant about it. What are you guys thinking? Are you trading Najee or Kamara? I would trade Najee. <laughs> I-,
0: I would consider Kamara. I would consider Kamara just because his target share has been down with Jameis the whole time. He's battling an injury right now. It's probably not the most ideal time to trade him. So I may wait until right. he comes back and then move him. But with Najee, I, I, he's so inefficient. The team is so bad. But volume is king and Najee's going to get it. So
1: I'm well, Najee. Like you said, it's not an opportune time to trade either guy. Yeah. Realistically. So you're yeah. kind of selling low on your first and second round pick. Do you really yeah. want to do that? Yeah. I don't. No. Don't do that. But I would seal the offers for Najee. But like you said, don't trade low. But if I'm looking to make a move, he's the guy that I would get out there. But like you said, don't sell low. Yeah. I'm curious who your other running backs are too. So if that's what I would think about is who you're replacing them with too, right? Jets. Simon 140 86 (laughs) just tuned in a few minutes ago I have Gerald Everett already Hunter Henry on the bench should I drop Hunter Henry and pick up Irv Smith Jr. from waiver? been starting Renfro or Jacoby Myers pretty lateral move I'm absolutely not dropping Hunter Henry for Irv Smith yeah it's at best a lateral move Irv Smith looked good last week he didn't Um, look good in that game he'll be hurt in two games
0: That's a joke, but
1: I'm doing it. I'm doing (laughs) it for sure. Really? I I, honestly, I'll play. I'll sit on the fence and say I could go either way. Gerald Everett's probably starting for you most most weeks, right? Yep. And and then you got your backup. So honestly, if I'm being honest, if I'm being what I would do is I'm not. I'm dropping Hunter Henry, and I'm not picking up Er Smith. I'm picking up a wide receiver. I'm picking up running back. That's what I'm doing. I'm not picking up another tight end because clearly if you can get a guy like Irv Smith on your waiver wire, you're going to be able to get a guy like Irv Smith on your waiver wire in a few weeks, right? When you need a bye week replacement. Obviously, this is probably a 10 or 12 team league. I'm not having a backup tight end personally. I would also
0: consider finding, (laughs) if he's there, the Mac Jones owner and trading him there. Now, obviously... If this is a one QB league, that you don't need to be starting Mac Jones in one QB leagues. But I would go find him and trade him to that guy for some type of replacement level wide receiver or running back. Like
1: kind of piggybacking off what you said, Cody. Yeah. See if he wants them before you drop them type of thing. That's another yep. tip we should have we should have thrown out there earlier, actually. That's a great thing to do is before you drop a guy. See if anybody wants them. If you have throw them on the block, if it's a sleeper league, ESPN doesn't really have that. But yeah, see if anyone will take them for something and kind of take it from there. Even if you can trade Fab or whatever it is, because if you're going to drop the guy anyways. But yeah. yeah, I'm not picking up another tight end in this instance. If I can get a guy like Irv Smith, you can probably get a guy like him later.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good point for sure. I The only thing I was going to say is I'm cool starting Gerald Everett, so if you do want a backup tight end, I would just shoot
1: for the upside of Irv Smith in that offense as opposed to starting two Patriots is something i I But you got more touchdown upside with Hunter Henry in my opinion. I agree. So, it's close. Like I said, it's a lateral move. It's a pretty lateral move, so I'd rather just pick up a running back wide receiver. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Take it from there. I would Uh, like to say I hate these next two questions. Anthony Lee. Says, should I trade Kittle for Goddard and Acres? Absolutely, in my opinion, I do that absolutely. I do too. I just hate Acres, so that's why I
0: hate the question. But yeah, I would do this a hundred. I would do this nine out of ten times. Yeah, if you brought it to me.
1: Yeah, what do you think? I, I would probably do
2: it if I needed a running back. I love Goddard and. Like I said, we need Kittle on the field, but I do think he comes back this week. And now that Jimmy G is the quarterback, I like him a lot more than I would have originally. But I'm just going to assume you need a running back
1: if you're looking at this. So, yes, I would still do that. Like you said, even if I don't need a running back. I'm taking this. Akers got 15 carries last week. What he, I don't know what he had for total touches, but he had 15 carries. Sure, he wasn't super-duper efficient, but the Arizona oh yeah, Arizona, like Arizona defense Arizona is, mean, is pretty yeah. terrible. So you want to get this guy before he breaks out. I think the talent's there with Akers. I'm taking this trade 100 times out of 100. Like Kittle and Goddard are close enough for me that I yeah. feel like I'm almost getting free Cam Akers. Yeah, and no, I'm, I And I'm doing that. that. Even though Dallas Goddard can't help you in a bar fight. Kittle, still, Kittle can help you in a bar fight. Kid so to bar go before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to petition Rick when we edit
0: the audio for this to name the podcast episode Goddard can't help you
1: find me and show me what he can do in a bar fight it's not going to end well for me oh, okay. Andrew McGrady asks would you trade Michael Cutter for Devin Duvernay go ahead Shane Yeah,
0: this is actually a lateral move for me. I think it's two guys that offer flex value. So I am not going to do it. I'm going to stick with Michael Carter here, even though I absolutely love Devin DuVernay.
2: What do you think, Al? There's no way I'm doing this. Michael Carter actually played majority of the passing downs for the Jets. Brees Hall actually lost work in the passing game to Ty Johnson. So it's not a good sign for his, how much they trust him in the passing game. So, That's pretty much cemented as Michael Carter's role in this offense. I mean, he's a talented player. So I did that, and it's also just, you need running backs more than receivers, no matter what the circumstances. So a guy like DuVernay, who's gonna be very up and down, and I really don't expect to really help my team. Like he's not like an injury away like Michael Carter is. So I'm definitely just keeping the running back here with every reflex play value. Cody,
1: do you want me to add context? No, (laughs) the vacuum, these are questions in a vacuum and in a vacuum and and in any situation with this zero times out of a hundred, I'm never taking this trade. I'm always going to be keeping Michael Carter and uh, exactly why you said, Al, running backs are always going to be more valuable than wide receivers. You could, if you go ahead and trade Michael Carter, but you better be getting a better wide receiver than Devin Duvernay. Cause like you said, he's always going to get that passing down work. He's a fantastic player. I really like Michael Carter as a player personally. And obviously, he's getting touches. He's getting targets. He's getting carries. He's getting action in this offense. And they're always going to be coming back in games, right? So you're banking on a Devin DuVernay 50-yard touchdown is essentially what you're banking on. Maybe if you play in leagues where return yards are of value to you, you could maybe make a case for that. But most leagues don't. That's,
0: that was the context I wanted to add, Mother Trucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most leagues don't. Most leagues that I play in do give points for, for return yards on oh, end no. kick. So that cl- makes us a little closer. But even in that instance, I'm still keeping Michael Carter 100 times out of 100. I'm not making that trade. Go ahead and trade Michael Carter, but get a better wide receiver than that. Because you are getting especially yeah. obviously PPR, then Michael Carter's getting that work. D Lenny goes. Need advice for a running back upgrade after 0 and 2 start. Perfect. That's why you came. Nice. Boy, have we got an episode for you? <laughs> 12 team half PPR, four slot bench, two wide receiver. You can read that. The roster. Lost Lance. Oh wow. Yeah, that hurts. Russell Wilson. Damien Harris, ETN are your is Pierce. That's is that Pierce the running back Damian. or Pierce the wide receiver? I'm assuming it's Damien Pierce. I, I with the, the way that it Henderson. It. Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's got to be Damien Pierce and hey, Damian Pierce and Darrell Henderson. Darrell Henderson. Ooh. Would anyone have any? I'm going to stick with it. We talked about it tons. I'm trading Kyle Pitts. I'm trading Kyle Pitts and I'm getting a, a Gerald Everett, a Tyler Higbee, a guy like that. You could package a guy like Pitts. And Daryl Henderson, while Daryl Henderson still has some value because I see that declining for him. Take Pitts, Henderson, package him for a guy like maybe Michael Carter and Alman Ross St. Brown or Christian Kirk, like we talked about earlier. Something along those lines where you're getting that running back help. Maybe a better running back or shoot for, I don't know. That's what he was looking for was running back help. Yeah. So So for... I'm moving off of Henderson, like you said. Yeah. I would almost I think that's your package you have is that wide receiver. Pitts and Henderson. Yeah is your package. Right. The wide receiver looks good. I think you can use Kyle Pitts to get yourself that running back depth so Henderson and Pitts, I think, is a fantastic package. And target as far as like a running back target, Clyde Edwards helaire oh. Joe Mixon, maybe. Yeah. Even a guy like Miles Sanders, who I really don't like as a player, to be honest, but he's producing. Javante
0: Williams, you're going DJ Dillon, Pitts and CD or Pitts and DK, going kind of off of name brand, but more of a down year, and maybe even going for someone big like Swift or Barkley. Now you could probably and you could probably get a tight end back with that to replace Pitts or a, a wide receiver of a
1: lesser tier to package that. I'd be on board with that as well. Yeah. If you can pull that off, I'd be on board with that as well. You got Garrett Wilson there who looked fantastic, and I think that's only going to continue to look good. DK, DK's DK, you're going to have some pop-off weeks for sure. He's getting targeted. He is getting catches. He's just not getting in the end zone, and A.J. Brown is A.J. Brown. So Trey Burks is looking better week in, week out. What are you thinking, Al? I'm actually, I'm with you guys. If you're going to move pits, I would shoot for I
2: would shoot for a good package back at the running back position, but I'm going to look to package Henderson and one of these wide receivers. I think you have solid wide receiver depth, so this is a perfect sell high opportunity for Daryl Henderson, and I think you can get just a good running back for an up-and-coming receiver, like you have the rookies or whatnot in DK. I would package one of them with Henderson to try to upgrade at the running back position. And I would look at a guy like Javante Williams, who really hasn't popped just yet. But I think we all know that it is coming. We're seeing a good majority of the touches there. And I think the owner might be down. So I would take a look at a guy like with second round type value that was up there. A guy like Fournette, that type of owner may be down a little bit. But yeah, I'm definitely looking to move off of Henderson and a wide receiver to upgrade at a running back position.
1: Yeah, I'm good with all of that. I bet Javante Williams, anytime touchdown score, first two weeks, and he just cannot seem to get in the end zone for God knows why. He'll do it, and it'll be this week. I'm going to bet it again. <laughs> I'm betting it again. You got to. Now the odds are in my favor, right? so for sure. And I love Javante. Pick one Packers receiver, Dylan Trip- Tripotti asks, pick one Packers wide receiver to ride the rest of the season hopes of fantasy relevant You got to go with Alan Lazard. If I'm just picking one, I'm picking the number one target.
0: Yeah.
2: It is you know. Lazard for me too. I expect him to get going now first game and he'll always just be a touchdown guy. I mean, they literally drew up a touchdown for him. If nothing else, he'll have that floor he's that the, they're going to use him around the goal line.
1: He's a tight end. He's 6'5", 220. He's going to get double digit touchdowns as long as he's on the field. So that's a bit of a cop-out answer from us. Like other than that, let's go with I'll, other than I'll Lazard. give you one that's oh, not. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you
0: yeah. guys said Lazard, The other guy I was thinking about was actually Sammy Watkins. Oh, wow. Until he gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, until he gets hurt. I I always make the joke that uh, he's Sammy week one Watkins. He saved it for week two this year, but he's someone veteran presence, veteran experience that I think Rodgers will be able to build trust with faster because he's going to be where he's supposed to be. So that was my other thought outside of Lazard. Fair enough, we
1: saw it in week 2 where he was that that precision it, route running it, that it that is, yeah. yeah, that Rodgers demands. He made some really big time third down catches. He did look yep. really good. I'm going with the Christian Watson though. Why? Like what we saw in week 1 when his first target that he catches that, we're probably all saying Christian Watson, right? So it it's a little uh, it looks a little ugly right now, but I think it'll eventually get there. I think Christian Watson could I think he could be a Deshaun Jackson type of a downfield threat. You know, where he's very valuable. I think at the very least, you're getting MBS, which is very correlated with this offense. So I'm taking Christian Watson, but it's Lazard beyond that. What do you think? Anything, Al? Yeah, I think this is actually what you... It's a good question because it's, it's what you need.
2: If you need to throw someone in at a flex right now, and I think Sammy Rockets is that guy currently, but I'll take my chances. on one of the rookies if I'm looking for someone to make an impact down the road for sure. Yeah, I'm taking my chances on six four four two speed. You know, we saw it already. We saw it. they want to use him. I do expect yeah. him to get better throughout yeah. the season, especially because it's not like he has to really usurp anyone. It's a world a beater. World he really run really fast play. in a straight line. Yeah. Run <laughs> <Not> really <laughs> fast in a straight line like, and
0: catch the ball. Here, here's the thing. The one thing you got to do differently from MVS,
2: actually catch the ball.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he failed. Yeah.
2: you yeah. looked like MVS on that. Now that I think back
1: to that question. <laughs> God, <laughs> and, man. So we'll see, but I'm taking my, I'm rolling the dice with uh, Christian Watson other than Alan Lazard on that one. Fam first, should I trade Terry McLaurin for Alan Robinson, Everett, and Tua? Wow, yeah, package yeah. like that. Deep at wide receiver, wide receiver, thin at tight end. Have Lamar at QB, no backup. It yeah. changes things if you have Lamar because you have no use for Tua. Realistically, yeah. there's a zero percent chance you're ever gonna. I don't care that he had six touchdowns, however many, but three hundred plus passing yards. I don't he care. Four hundred and fifty. Yeah, and six touchdowns, one interception. I think. I don't. You're never no. starting Tua over Lamar Jackson ever. So I
0: love Tua. I'm um, no.
1: Yeah. So that changes things a ton. No, I'm not making that trade for Terry McLaurin. Then, no, it, it, I if you had not enough. Yeah. If you had Mac Jones, like we talked about earlier, if you had Mac Jones as your starting quarterback and that was it, yeah, make this yeah. trade. But having Lamar changes this completely for me. What do you think, Al? I think, to be honest,
2: I agree, but it depends on just how thin at tight end you are. If your waiver wire is toast and you have, and you're staring at like Cole Komet at tight end right now. Then I would probably still make the move. I do want to up, <laughs> I do want to upgrade if depending how thin, like I said, if you are. Obviously, I don't have that context, but I would do it to upgrade a tight end. I expect Gerald Everett to be a good tight end this
1: season. So ba- we can throw Tua out of this trade. I said. That's how I that's how yeah. I pretty because yeah. You're it. never starting him, right? He's a bi week replacement, is all he is for your team with Lamar. So you can throw him out of this trade completely. It's A-Rob and Everett for McLaurin. And I'm taking Terry McLaurin, personally. Yep. I'm not saying don't make a trade like this, but I'd want a better, either a better tight end or a better wide receiver. A better wide receiver. Yeah, if, you, if this team that, that that is offering this to you has a better receiver than A-Rob, I don't know who to take a look at his team. If he's got a better wide receiver than Allen Robinson and maybe someone that's not Cooper Cup, right? Somewhere in the middle. Then, I mean, a guy exactly like Terry McLaurin, (laughs) but yeah, so this is an odd trade, but I don't make it personally because you have Lamar. It just, it makes you throw two out completely. Jenna Talia, should I trade away CeeDee Lamb or Terry McLaurin for Cam Akers and Jerry Judy or not make the trade? Shane, what do you think? Absolutely not. I don't know. Look, I'm lower on
0: acres and I love Jerry Judy. I'm not making this either of those trades.
2: Al Al, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you, Shane. Everything. Even this. Nope. Yeah, I'm out. I think it's closer than you guys think. The, no, the closer
0: I, one for me is Terry. I'm
2: I'd not like Jerry that Judy. That. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it for C D. CD's out of the question for that pack. I wouldn't hate it if I'm desperate at running back for McLaurin, but I prefer now
1: to do it. Yeah, I'm more thinking about for McLaurin than CD. Because the biggest reason is actually the other options in the passing game. Curtis Samuel, we've been talking about a ton. Jahan Dotson, we've been talking about a ton. Logan Thomas has made a comeback. We've been talking about not enough. JD McKissick is still there. And he had a a ton of run late in the game. Seven targets last week. Yeah. So I'm thinking about it for McLaurin because I'm fairly high on Cam Akers personally. And again, 15 carries we just saw him get last week. So he's going to start to get that run. And Jerry Judy... Yeah, last week was tough, but, you know, week one, we saw what he can do. And uh, I think that he's going to be that downfield threat. I mean, both guys are, to be honest. So is Cortland Sutton. But if I am making this trade, it's for Terry McLaurin, not CeeDee Lamb. But it's very close. I'm not, I mean, this is one where I'll give Shane the context out. I would need to see maybe a little more of the roster, but yeah. Not for CeeDee, but I would think about it for Terry McLaurin. Blur, we got Five PPR, like five points for a catch. I'm hoping that the they have five point five. half PPR. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Half point PPR. Okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. Half point PPR. Mike Evans, Stefan Diggs, Deontay Johnson, Fournette, Gibson, Knox, Matt Gay, and Saints D also got pretty solid. Uh, looks like a good team. I don't see a question in there. That's Who should the I trade for, for? He yes. says. Who should I trade for? You got a pretty good team, man. You got a pretty decent team. It looks like you need some running back depth. That's for sure. You got some wide receiver depth. I mean, it's tough to just pick would, who should I trade for? And- I would trade, I'll tell you who you should trade away. I'm thinking either F-
0: Evans or Fournette to kind of diversify, or Gibson or Samuel, just to diversify your team a little bit, because you do have those two stacks without necessarily the quarterback for it, and you could upgrade those position. well you could upgrade running back easily i think with by training mike evans and curtis samuel even so
1: yeah i probably go one for one here yeah i trade maybe a mike evans for a running back because you have curtis samuel there for depth as well stefan diggs and stefan diggs and i like deontay johnson a fair amount so you get getting a wide receiver a one wide receiver one across the board except for curtis samuel <sighs> who you get for mike evans i don't know Kirk, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Yeah. Miles Sanders. Yeah. Two guys that we've talked about earlier. Al, what do you think? ETN. I'm going to look to sell high on, my, or on Antonio Gibson. I think
2: it's a good window to sell him. I think you could package him with a wide receiver and go for a major upgrade at running back. I would shoot for the moon, depending on who you want to throw in at wide receiver. And if you can also... Do a package, I would get a tight end for sure on this roster. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know if I want to trade Gibson just because you're weak at running back already. So you need a running back in return. Yeah. 100%. 100%. So you could, yeah, you could package an upgrade. You do have two Washington and two Bucks. So maybe package one of each, maybe a Fournette and a Curtis Samuel. Or Mike Evans and Antonio Gibson, obviously you, you're going to need a nice package with that, right you're going you're going to need some value back maybe you can get a Joe Mixon and uh, I don't know John Dotson no you already yeah, that's something like that it's hard to, it's hard to come up with trade scenarios with this sort of a thing, but you could drop tr- things like that. Mike Evans for
2: ETN and Gerald Everett. I think you guys are underselling
1: Mike Evans personally. I, I'm not down with that. I don't I don't I'm, like that. again, it's hard
2: to yeah. figure something out. I think with your roster you have a core and I would just want to stay strong at wide receiver. So you have a couple sell high guys here with Gibson and Samuel. I know they're on the same team, but I would just look to kind of bolster your starting core here by moving pieces like that. So I mean we keep throwing around the names like Javante and whatnot, but it's more of a range, so I think we're early enough to think back to the draft range of that second, third round running back that you can definitely bolster your roster with here. So I would target guys like that that have just underperformed just a little bit to this point. And honestly, I want you to start at the top. So I want you to go to the Dalvin Cook owner, the Austin Eckler type guys, and I want you to see what you can do with a Fortnite and Curtis Samuel to try to get one of these guys that. People are frustrated with. So start at the top and go down. When you have some gap, dab- like it's looking like you do,
1: that's where I want you to package to try to get one of these big names. Yeah, I'm down with that. And yeah, my Dalvin Cook hot take is looking pretty good so far. Looks like you got a fan, Dylan Tri, Tri- Potty, big fan of okay. our guest tonight, Bruno Tabit, tabay Maybe should I trade Mike Williams, Jeff Wilson, and Bateman for Damian Pearson, Debo? I don't think so. you get, getting, in my opinion, an upgrade with Pierce over Jeff Wilson? Yeah. Man. I'm not doing that. Best player in the trade is Debo Samuel. Yeah. Right? We can all agree with that, I think. Yep. Best running back in the trade is Damian Pierce. I think yep. we can agree with that. Bateman and Mike Williams. I mean... If you're 0-2, if you're 0-2 and and you need to make a trade or you need some depth, you've had some injuries maybe, something like that, I could see it, but I probably like the Damian Pierce and Debo Samuel side as well. That's the best player in the trade. It's kind of lateral.
0: I'm staying with the Williams and Bateman side just because I like those players a lot.
1: Yeah, that's it's super, super close. I couldn't fault you for doing one or the other on this one, to be honest with you, if you need depth. I mean, you are getting more depth, and to be honest, the thing is, with the thing that kills me for this is Jeff Wilson. Realistically, he's gonna he's gonna fade away. He's not gonna be where he, the value he has right now in a few weeks. That's just not gonna be there. Why not? Because Elijah Mitchell's coming back. He's out for eight weeks, though. Yeah, he Can't will he be back every time he touches the field. True, true. <laughs> so he's still he's got value for at least seven more weeks. To be honest, I don't particularly trust, trust Jeff Wilson if we're talking about injury prone ness. I mean, I yeah. don't, I'm not going to well, disagree with you there either, but I don't trust Damian Pierce. I couldn't force you
2: the way Austin. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I this is a super lateral trade. I don't know why you need to do this person, in my opinion. You're getting depth here with Mike Williams oh, and
1: Bateman. They're, they're giving Mike Williams. Yeah. And Bateman. They're giving Milt Williams and Bateman. Oh, no, I don't make, that's why I'm not doing it. Okay. That okay. That. Yeah. I don't make this trade. Should I trade? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not reading it properly. I keep Bateman and Williams. Yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. Sorry. Discount and throw basically everything I said. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping Mike Williams and Bateman. You made a good point, though, Cody. It
0: is an upgrade from Wilson to Pierce. And you are getting the best trade. If you made this trade, you are getting the best player in Debo. I yeah. just personally like the combination of Williams and Bateman over Debo in this situation.
1: Yeah, I guess if you're maybe if you're sorry, two and oh. Not 0-2, if you're 2-0 and 0, and you maybe got a Christian Kirk late in the draft and you have that depth and you're looking to bolster, Al was talking about earlier with that core with your starting lineup and you want the best player in Debo Samuel, I couldn't fault you for it. it might, again, like I said at the time when you brought that up, it might be a little early in the season to make a trade like this because you don't know what's going to happen with injuries and things like that. But I fully do condone losing a trade on purpose to get the best player and to set yourself up for the playoffs. But like I said, it might be a little early for a trade like this. So that's what I would say, kind of in a vacuum. There, James Martin in a dynasty tight end premium. Would you trade Kyle Pitts for a 2023 third first and a twenty twenty third second? I own Pitts now. Nah, I'm keeping Pitts. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. In, in any dynasty setting, I'm not trading. This is a redraft show. In any dynasty setting, whether it's tight end premium or not, I'm keeping Kyle Pitts. Yeah, so. that's not enough for Kyle Pitts,
0: premium or not. I think.
1: Yeah, in premium, it's even. It's even worse yeah, not Ra Avila one or one Antonio Gibson versus Philly or James Robinson versus the Chargers one of two or both and Sit Waddle versus Buffalo I'm just not sitting Waddle so we can discount that I don't think anyone's sitting Waddle if you have the stones to sit Waddle and you're right more power yeah more power to thing. you buddy. But I'm sitting Gibson here. And I know
0: that's slightly contradictory to what I said earlier about ETN, but I'm sitting Gibson here and going
1: Robinson and Waddle. What do you think, Al?
2: This is a really good question.
1: I think we can all agree. Like the Waddle thing is out the out, out of the, yeah, yeah no. it's off the table. I'm starting Waddle no matter what. Like he's proven that he is matchup proof. I'm starting him. I don't care. So we can throw that out. But what do you think for running backs here? I'm just going to go with Robinson because I know
2: for a fact he's going to get volume. I actually don't trust the Jags to not give it to him, even when they're losing. Um, and yeah, they point. he did catch a touchdown in week one, so he will have some involved. It's not like he's completely coming off the field. Yeah. They trust him to pass block and they'll throw the ball in
1: if they need to, which yep. I know it's sad for Travis Etienne people. Yeah, he's going to play a lot. That was also one target, one catch for one yard touchdown. So that's not going to happen, right? Be too often with James Robinson. But you're right. It is super, super close for me as well because running backs run amok all over that Chargers defense. That's partially why Kenneth Murray was such a bad pick for that Chargers team at linebacker. So I like him for that. But the issue that I have here is game script could completely kill your James Robinson if they go down two touchdowns in the first quarter. They're going to start having to throw the ball a little more, right? So that might kill you with James Robinson a little bit. I'm taking Antonio Gibson here, even though I really don't like Antonio Gibson as a player, but Philadelphia is going to blow the doors off of Washington, I feel, and they're going to have to throw the ball and James Wash, or sorry, Gibson does catch some balls. McKissick comes in, but it was a lot of it was in garbage time for McKissick last week. And I think Gibson still had a reasonable amount of targets and he's going to get some run. I'm taking Gibson here but I couldn't certainly couldn't fault you for starting James Robinson. So, what did you say Shane? I'm we start, start? I'm starting Robinson here. So, go with Robinson, take the 2 against 1 again. I'm going with Gibson over Robinson. This is some this is one I'll keep my eyes on Sunday and see who's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's close but I'm
0: with you on not thinking Gibson's a very good player and that's what's making me lean Robinson.
1: Yeah, fair enough. And the same thing I just said about James Robinson could happen to, to Gibson and McKissick could get all the passing down work, right? So that could yeah. be exactly what happens to Antonio Gibson. So could fault you the way two against one says uh, James Robinson, but definitely start Waddle. Dominic Harris, we're getting a lot of questions tonight. Appreciate everybody sticking around. There's lots of, holy, we're going way late on time. So let's try to bang <laughs> a few of these out. Yeah. Hey guys, what's I got 6%, 6%
2: up? six percent, 6% rocking on my... <laughs> well, get this.
1: What do you think about this trade, Burrow and Marietta for Christian Kirk? I'd be getting Marietta and Kirk with Wentz as my current wide receiver too. League. I'm probably. Is this a two, yeah? Is this a two QB league or super? Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. So I'm probably going to pull the trigger and just take my chances on Marietta and Kirk with Wentz and Stream. I don't know. This is super close too. It depends on what the rest of your team looks like. If I'm being honest, if you need a wide receiver very badly and you're zero and two. Sure, go nuts. If you're one and one or two and oh, and you have decent depth everywhere else, I'm keeping Joe Burrow. Uh, I think I'm keeping Burrow. Yeah, I'm keeping Burrow. Good enough. I'm keeping Burrow too. Again, unless it's like some extreme circumstances. Yeah, Should sure. I play Cowboys defense versus Giants on Thursday or Chiefs versus Colts? That's you're my starting very loud in the audio. <laughs> I'll go Cowboys. I don't mind the Cowboys either. I don't mind the Cowboys. They're more prone to getting turnovers. You could get a pick six pretty easily. Or fumble. fumble. sack fumble. Yeah, both are good. Gun to my head, I'll take the Cowboys. Ray Gamer, would you rather own McPherson or Buckker as a kicker rest of the season? Evan McPherson, dude's a stud. Yep. Both. McPherson. If you're picking from these two, you've got a... L- more 50-yard potential with McPherson. Yeah. So I'm taking McPherson. Dude's an absolute weapon. Stafford... Adams uh, and it's off at his oh, the rest of his team, here. yeah. Yeah, I'm not that's the guy trading for. uh yeah, you got a good squad, yeah. yeah. I need to start two and a flex of oh, these guys CD, DK, Samuel, London, Dylan, Eli Moore, Pierce. I need to start, two, and a water. flex, so three total. I like Curtis Samuel in this, I like Drake London in this. And probably CD. I'll go CD. Chewy and flex. Oh man, it's just hard. It's hard to trust DK right now.
0: Yeah, I'm going CD. London.
1: Yeah, those are the walks for me. Yeah, so we all agree CD in London. Play CD in London. I got Curtis Samuel matchup touchdown upside. I think I agree. I think I'm going to keep rocking with Curtis Samuel.
2: They are drawing up plays for him more than they are the other two wide receivers right now. And the Eagles are going to do what they can to stop Terry McLaurin for sure. So I think Curtis Samuel, you're going to see him used out of the backfield. And like I said, it's going to be a pass-happy game script at this point. So I think I'm rocking with him.
1: Yeah. Just to make it quicker, I'll agree with you guys. Uh, sure. Don't have kickers, Bucker's available. Don't drop Evan McPherson for Bucker. No. That's lateral, if anything. Yep. Would we make changes to your lineup in a no. standard? You got a good squad, man. Just I think you should keep winning games. You look pretty good, yeah, um, good, to be honest.
0: Yeah, that's a solid squad.
1: Who do you think I should get if I try to trade up to Gibson and DJ Moore? That's good. You get someone good. Yeah, yep. go after a guy like Joe Mixon or Yep, that's perfect. Uh, yeah, the I guy like know. Joe Mixon.
0: Wherever you need depth, go get, go increase that part of your team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Joe Mixon's probably the perfect for running back, and I'm going running back over wide receiver usually. So that's yeah. what I'd look for. I need to start two. We just did that one. Oh, same one. He just asked again. Start three McLaurin, Hollywood, Kirk, Bateman. Connor is hurt. McLaurin, I'm Kirk Bateman. For me. Start three. I'm going uh, McLaurin, Kirk, Bateman. I think I'm, cl- I'm good with that. Kirk and Bateman for sure and pick your poison. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Should I trade Burrow for Christian Kirk? The same one as before. Current wide receivers. No. No. And if that's the case, then no. Hang on to Joe Burrow. You got yeah. Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans and Amari and Jacoby. No. And Elijah Moore on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. I Keep Joe not. Burrow considering uh, those QB options. Yeah, keep Joe Burrow with those QB options you gave before. Yeah, Devontae is from Najee and Yeah, i Adams and Dylan. I'm going Adams and Dylan, and it's not close at all. No. It's not even close to being close. Devontae Adams and AJ Dillon. As for that trade, oh man, sorry fam, first, that was a long time ago. I don't really recall. <laughs> <laughs> he countered McLaurin and Aaron from Elgort, and there's a trade to a... Mm, you remember this one with the Tua? Oh yeah. A yeah, Rob and Miller. Or Ersmith and Tanya. I like that better. Yeah, I like it better too. But I still don't know if I'm doing but it. there's no reason to do it. Yeah, I don't do I don't do that trade. You're kind of fishing at this point. You're kind of just fishing for I get trading is fun, but yeah. you're kind of fishing. I'd hang on to McLaurin in this kind of instance. You could upgrade with Tua, maybe or sorry, with Everett. Maybe if he's willing to do A Rob, Gordon, and Everett or something like that. Yeah, Probably. Talk, I'm going to throw in Everett because you are weak at tight end, but there's no need to force something that's not particularly there. Should I be storing Nor Brown, Lockett, or Singletary at Flex?
0: Lockett for me this week.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Lockett. Who do the Bills play against, sorry? Miami. Miami. Yeah. Yeah, let's make it easy and go with Lockett against Atlanta. Should I start Pitts or Hawkinson? That's another option waivers, Conklin. Go get Conklin. I'm not even... I'm starting Pitt. Pitts. You kind of yeah. got to ride or die at this point. Yeah. No, I
0: seriously, I would go Pitts there, but <laughs> yeah,
1: here's you start part Conklin. of my... Head. If you're and I would go <laughs> Mike. You, you got to start Pitts. He's probably a third, fourth-round pick. You got to start your studs. It is what it is. Kyler, Devontae, Oman, Raw, Aaron Jones, Etienne, Pitts, London... What are our thoughts? Yeah, it's a good-looking roster. I like your flex options with Hines and Pollard to back up your running backs. Yeah, that's a good squad. That's a solid squad. You can look in squad. That's a league winner. It's potential. It should at least get you to the playoffs, right? No need to tinker too much on something like that. Trade Chubb, Bateman, Curtis Samuel, and Kyle Pitts. Again, you don't want to make these massive moves, I don't think, especially this early in the season like we talked about earlier. Way too much for Justin Jefferson when you're only getting Sterling Shepard as as the
0: other piece in that trade.
1: Absolutely not. Yeah, I agree. That's a lot of depth that you're giving up unless you're loaded depth-wise, which is pretty unlikely considering the names that you're dropping there. I don't do this for Justin Jefferson. You're going to thin yourself out way too much. Way too much. Total points is what we need to think about. Maybe at the right before the playoffs, if you're loaded depth wise, go nuts. Anything, to add, Al? No. no, it's Justin Herbert, Kamara. A lot of full rosters here. Advice, <laughs> 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 trades. To take some of the advice that we've given out throughout the whole show. It's hard to dissect these things in the amount of time that we have. You need running. Back um, this team.
0: That's what I. That's my advice. Aaron Maybe Jones. trade a Hunter Renfro package. Hunter Renfro. Hunter
2: Henry and Raheem Mostert, and find a running back that's better. What do you think, Al? I'm capitalizing on what I'm seeing from Curtis Samuel. When looking at this roster, yeah, uh, you could package him with Chase Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah. And especially being non PPR, you're fine to move off some wide receivers. They have less value in general. So, yeah, I would definitely look to capitalize on his high start.
1: Yeah, you could go Curtis Samuel and Chase Edmonds, package those two up for a bump in in, uh, running back, something like that. Chase Edmonds was a stock down guy for us last week, so that's what I look to think about doing. We're almost at the end here. Same one as the last one. Skip that one. Same one. Yeah, no, we're not doing that. I might start A-Rob and, or sorry, Gibson and J-Rob, if Swift is out, half PPR. Swift's going to play. He's a gamer. Yeah. And when he said he was feeling better today, I think he practiced too. Yeah. If yeah. he played last week, he's playing this week. For sure. Yep. He'll, he'll be on the field. Thanks, fellas. Yeah, you bet, man. Thanks for coming out. Full PPR. And Tilly Gibson or Brandon Cooks for me. Yeah, let's clean sweep it and make it Cooks. Should I pick a wide receiver, or running back, waiver, both are slim. Thanks. Lamar, what are your tight ends? Okay. I'm probably not benching or sorry, I'm probably not dropping any of those guys for what would be on your waiver wire. No. So I'd stay the course with what you got there, I think. Yep. Al, you got anything? No, yep, I'm with you guys. That's a solid team. Yeah. You don't want to drop any of those guys to force anything up from the waiver wire. Then start Etienne or Singletary or Jamal Williams. It's the last question, it looks like. So that's awesome. My wide receiver, yep. RB1 is Swift. You're not starting Swift and Jamal Williams. You're never going to be doing that. So it's ETN or Singletary. I think we'll all agree on ETN here, eh? Yeah. You got it. Yeah. There we go. All right. You every your tight end. So yeah, that's, yeah, you're not dropping anybody. If you only have one tight end, stick with one tight end. If you got two, you could drop your second and pick up a running back or wide receiver. You bet. Appreciate yeah, you coming it's out. It's going to be good all year. All right. That's it. This is the longest show we've had, man. Those are a lot of questions. Holy moly. Man, I appreciate everybody, <laughs> appreciate everybody sticking it out with us. Yeah, no, we appreciate Al. Thanks for sticking it out with us this long. It usually doesn't go quite this long, but thanks for coming out. We appreciate you coming on. Again, let the people know who you are, where they can find your stuff.
2: Oh yeah. I had a blast. Thanks for having me guys. I'm, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Twitter a lot. Like I said, that's where I do all my complaints and and it's where I talk to these guys. So definitely catch me on Twitter at klo_ff, underscore F-F. And I'm over at rotoballer.com now doing a lot of coverage on the Raiders. And I'm going to do hit, quick hit articles weekly for what's hot in NFL. So yeah, you know, it's an ever moving cycle. And we just keep following.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. It's always evolving. It's always moving. It's always changing. There's always stuff to talk about. So yeah, we appreciate you coming on a little longer. Thank <laughs> you for your time again. Shane, Whatever. you got anything for the peeps?
0: know and subscribe thanks for all the questions and uh, make sure you guys check out RotoHeat.com.
1: thanks ari avila appreciate it man yeah and subscribe we got the discord up in the top right corner there you can get shane there me there add us if you need a hand with anything you can in the dms on twitter i'm sure al's okay with that as well oh, yeah. ask questions in the dms hit up the discord like and subscribe check out the dynasty show on the tuesdays with bryce and leone we got the, uh, I can never remember the name, the start and sits on Sunday morning before kickoff. That's, that's always key. There's some DFS stuff. In Discord, there's channels for everything. Redrop Discord, bets, DFS, DraftKings, everything. So check it out there. And uh, thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week.